um, let's go ahead and jump right into it. Let Love Rule, um, the inspiration behind this project. Um, I just wanted to stay lifted, stay up, and uh, write an album that felt good. And uh, the world was pretty much changing, and yeah. the political climate was changing, and people were, um, there was a lot of chaos going on, and I just wanted to write an album that was not uh, full of chaos, just very zen, and uh, and wanted to stay lifted, so all the songs sound feel good, except for a few that touch on what is going on, because we still have to talk about you know, everything that goes on, but also I want people to know, have songs that make them feel good. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Now, in Add to Me, one of the uh, single records from that from this project, in the visuals, I noticed, um, since you spoke on the chaos and everything and what was going on in the climate, I noticed uh, shirts with the We Got Us and other messages. Uh, what was the importance of having that? Well, Back in the day, we were, I wanted a cinematic kind of feel, but back in the day, sometimes we used the place, same places that made us feel good to make uh, secret places to where we can bond together and make movements. So I wanted to celebrate that part of our culture, uh, being Black people, that that's what we did back in the day. So Ron... Young and I wrote out the treatment, and it had those political energy, uh, political energy as well. If we had it at a church, I would probably do the same thing, because they would make um, political movements also in church. So wherever places that made us feel good was also the places where we made movement. So that's the uh, energy behind having that part in the uh, the uh, video. Nice, nice. I noticed that there were some uh, cameos from notable actors, but you're not a stranger to uh, the acting world. Can you talk a little bit about your experience in, in film? Well, I enjoy theater first, and then film is a new um, territory. I'm starting to venture in behind the scenes as well as, you know, being a part of Selma, The Tale of Four, um, I've, I've uh, started to stretch out a voice that I kind of ignore sometimes uh, on camera. So I'm starting to really open up more to the idea of doing more acting on camera as well as stage. So I'm still uh, new at it and learning, and I respect it greatly. And I've always been a fan of uh, cinema. So as you can tell by some of the videos I'm starting to make. So yeah, hopefully I'll do more. I, I see it on the horizon, so I'll just take it one day at a time. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, in the the record high, another one of the single records from this project, uh, there's a line in there that you said, uh, last good last year was good for your girl i kept up the pace and i know that there's been a lot of changes in the music industry how do you go about and you've been in the music industry for some time now so how do you go about navigating those changes with streaming and social media and things like that well i do my best to connect with my audience outside of the business part of it 
I stay authentic, meaning I don't wait till an album comes out to start talking to my fan base. I talk to my fan base all the time. So it's authentic and not, oh, look, I have an album. Um, let me promote it now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's more of making sure I'm being authentic and doing things when I want to, not as opposed to someone telling me what to do. And that's not how I work. Um, when we do make plans to do stuff, I make sure it feels natural and it's not a um, a plan. It's just a natural feeling. People expect that from me. If it's something forced, you can tell. Yeah. So I don't really force. I never force music and I never force creativity um, ever. So everything that you hear from me is because I wanted to do it, not because someone told me to do it, even if you don't like what I did. That's me being an artist and doing what I felt naturally comfortable to do. So nothing's ever forced in those areas and how I communicate with my fan base is uh, very authentic. I started that way and that's just a part of who I am. Awesome. Awesome. Now you, you talk about being authentic. I noticed there were really only two uh, feature artists on this project, uh, John Legend and uh, BJ, the Chicago kid. Can you talk to me a little bit about those experiences and why you chose to, uh, to collaborate with those two gentlemen? Well, Rex Rida had already worked with BJ on his project and had just gotten all these nominations. And I've been a big fan of BJ, the Chicago kid, way before his album came out when he was singing background for different artists. And he had auditioned for me. And I felt that he should have been a lead singer. Mm. So I've always been a fan. And we managed to find a song that worked. I was working with his guitarist that he collaborates with on produces and write songwriting on his, his project. And he and I wrote a song. And I felt with Rex. And I felt, uh, wow, Rex felt, hey, this would be a good one for DJ to sing on. And so that's how that came about. And I agreed. And so he wrote his verse and came in and sang on it. Um, and then with John Legend, we had written, we had, after Selma, we had already decided we were going to work together. We've been friends a very long time. When he was John Stevens, he opened for me in New York City. So we've had a long friendship. And I've been wanting to work with him a long, long time. And out of the blue, we've been writing like we wrote almost a whole album worth of material and we had this song sitting around and we basically just turned it into a duet. So that's how that came about. It wasn't like, um, oh, this is the album, let's plan something. It just, things just naturally happen. Like I told you, I don't move in a forced plan way. It's usually natural. Yeah, absolutely. And I going back to not moving or moving the way you want, when you first started uh, with music, you pretty much started your own label. Is that correct? Yes, I did. What I started with a friend of mine, Sandra Manning. Yeah. And can you talk a little bit about the transition of, of creating with your, with your own label and then moving into a, a record deal? Well, creating on my own label, you have to have the right people and the right resources around you to help you, we didn't have the internet as much when I started. Yeah. We didn't have where you just did six songs and then you have an EP and you're out on the road. We didn't have that. You know, the luxuries that the kids have now is just great um, with internet. 
we still have issues with streaming, of course, but back then it was just a postcard and word of mouth. And we counted on people and, I, you know, to make a record, you had to go in the studio. Now you can just do it at home, you know? Yeah. So you had to work really hard, spend a lot of money, and beg a publicist. Spending money on a publicist was so expensive back in the day. And now you just have all these resources that are so much easier. And luckily we had friends at radio that helped, DJs that helped. But still, it costs a lot of money to get those things going. So the reason I signed with a label is because I got tired of not eating and being broke. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. So you had to, I had to figure out a plan. And my mom said, you know, sometimes you have to go walk through that door that's uncomfortable to get to the things you need to get to. So I'm glad I followed her advice. And, you know, the song All Right came about. I was ready to quit the business. Oh, wow. So the record label kind of helped. And that's where the song All Right came is because the conversation with my mom and then that became me just stepping into um, the label. I was very not wanting to sign with a label. But now I'm at the point that, you know, 12 Grammy nominations later and 10 albums, I'm at the last record with her. I'm I'm about to record my last record with them and then I'll decide what I want to do because there's different opportunities independently. Yeah. And I have a great fan base, so I can do whatever I want to do now. So sometimes you do stuff that's different. And while I was signing with a label, everyone had already signed with a label and decided to go independent after I had been independent for so long. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's always weird. I just have to follow where God leads me. And it's always, all of it has blessed me. You make the best of what, wherever you are, but when you, when it changes, you have to figure out how to change with it. Yeah, yeah. So you say Lettucey can do what she wants to do. What does Lettucey want to do? What can we expect in the future? More music, uh, more behind the scenes with writing, a book, um, more acting. I'm just going to let it see where it falls and not say what it is, but just let it all fall into where it's supposed to go but yeah more more creativeness and different voices of legacy so definitely that but definitely music always going to be some kind of music somewhere i have a, a saying that life is what you make it and you can dream design and create it um, and it sounds like that's pretty much what you've done for yourself can you speak to the importance of allowing you allowing yourself to be authentic and to go with the flow and to basically turn this into uh, what you wanted it to be? The hardest part is um, the fear factor, how to get out of your comfort zone, because usually the things that you want to do require you to get out of your comfort zone. So that's the part people have to work with. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How to be fearless. And um, because when you are fearless, you'll find out you have more to offer them one thing. Like, I'm, I have more to offer than just singing. Mm-hmm. I have more to offer than just music. There's so much more that I have to offer, and I want to make sure that all the talents I'm blessed with, I can um, utilize those and, and uh, be an offering to the world. Because your gifts 
are not just for you and your circle, they're for everyone. That's why we're here to share all of who we are with the world and make it better. So when you know you're a, serv- a servant, you're to be a servant, just go ahead and get past that fear factor and jump into things that you never thought you would do. Like I tried raw oysters for the first time. It was so good. <laughs> Usually mine are fried hard. Yeah. Oh boy sandwich. You know right. I'm from New Orleans. That's how I do it. Right. But I was like, let me try it. I've never done that. And then my friend was like, this is good. Right? I was like, yeah, I love it. It's just not fried. That's all. It tastes the same. So, so he's, he's like, okay, I'll try something I never tried before. I said, okay, creme brulee. Mm. He's like, you're so boozy. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he tried that. And so that's the fun part is like experiencing having a moment. I'll never forget that moment, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what life is all about. It's yeah. funny you say that because the best oyster Rockefellers I had were in New Orleans. I can't even think of the name of the restaurant mm-hmm. right now, but yeah, the, love them. And I think yeah, now I want to get them in New Orleans because I wasn't even home trying it. The best of the best. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't wait to go to. I'm gonna try them out there. Now that I'm not afraid, <laughs> you have to. I think living life is about being fearless, and that's part God don't tell us about we just kind of figure that part out oh I gotta go through the fear door to get to my blessing okay <laughs> absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. is there any any final words anything else you want us to know about let us see no just keep doing what you're doing like telling the world about artists like myself and you know being a vessel at what you do other than being nosy that's essentially what it is it's being nosy (laughs) no I love it I'm a writer so a journalist and you're documenting the world so it's cool just keep doing what you're doing and finding artists like myself and uh, inspiring other people you know use your gift too that's my only final word for everybody use your gift Absolutely. Again, I really appreciate you taking out the time and talking with me today. Oh, no. Thank you. Thanks again.